Hey, all my fellow clones out there. Today's episode of Geeks Crossing is brought to you by Era Anchor. If you want to hear an exciting podcast or make your own podcast, preferably one that Era talks about my rock hard abs, then you can download the free Anchor app on the App Store and make free podcast episodes. They'll even Era. Post them on uh, all sorts of platforms like Spotify and Google Podcasts. So, as much as it pains me to hear, uh, say it, even if you're Abe or GFK, you can have a podcast of your very own with the help of Anchor, today's sponsor. Thank you, Wesley. I actually was going to do the same exact thing, so good job, Eric. (laughs) Thank you, Keith. Thank you. How's it going, everybody? And welcome to another Geeks Crossing podcast. I am Eric. Oh, I'm Keith. <laughs> I'm Matt. And I am Nick. <laughs> and as you can probably tell from the intro, done by the wonderful JFK, aka Matt, <laughs> we're going to be talking about Clone High. Oh, Clone High. This has been the year for Clone High, arguably. It becoming a TikTok meme and kind of just uh, rising up and... They announced the reboot, obviously, which is kind of what inspired us to do this episode at all. I've been saying for a while now, like, oh, man, we've all seen this show. Well, actually, Keith and Nick hadn't yet, but we'll get to that. <laughs> and we're just kind of excited to just talk about what we like about the show and sort of explore now that this remake or reboot or second season or whatever the heck it is. It's very unclear right now. Now that it's been announced, what we kind of hope that it will be. So I think it's best if we start off this episode by asking, how did we first get introduced to Colin High? I want to hear what Matt has to say first. Pretty sure I got all of you guys into it, in like indirectly or one way or another. How I got into it, you know, I, I think it's kind of lost to history. Maybe it was my old my old pals from uh, from Model Congress. Pretty sure they were the first ones. Like, oh, have you ever seen this? No. Uh, well, sit down. We're gonna watch it. And I thought it was hilarious. It was either them or it was my brother. I really don't remember, to be honest, but it was one of them, and it was the early 2010s, and it was this little short show, and I remember just absolutely finding it hysterical, and I forgot about it for years. And then uh, recently, I want to say about a year or two ago, I watched it again. Like, I stumbled upon it. There was so much I'd forgotten about it, and then, you know, whatever. And then early in, in the midst of the lockdown, when my brothers and I needed something to watch, one of my brothers had never seen it. So we showed him that, and literally like a week or two later, they announced the remake, and it was like, oh, okay, well, that's perfect timing. But yeah, I I got into it, and it was a natural fit for me. If you guys don't know, I'm actually studying to be a history teacher. I am obsessed with history, and I'm obsessed with animation, and literally it's an animation about history. So sign me up. It's great. I I love it, and that's kind of just how I got into it. I guess it, it naturally appealed to me. All right, but but that that's my whole story about how Clone High came to me. Well, you're right to a certain extent, Matt. You were the one that inspired me to watch Clone High to begin with because a few years ago, it was one of your birthday parties. Mm. You and a bunch of your friends were watching Clone High, and I was like, holy shit, what is this show? This is amazing. <laughs> now, truth be told, I'm not a huge history person, if not at all. I mean, history was one of my worst subjects in school, but that's a story for another time. But either way, I was very infested with the concept about clones of historical figures going to a high school and they were sharing stereotypical genes like, you know, JFK being the jock, Abe being like the awkward, geeky kind of guy, just like me, and Gandhi being the party animal. It's so weird, but also invigorating because it's such a unique concept. 
So that's what got me infested with the show. Ever since they announced the revival, that's when I started to rewatch the show. And actually, for the first time this year, I saw it through and through. Like, I saw the pilot again. And I saw all 13 episodes. And now I can honestly say I'm super excited for the revival. There's really only 13 episodes? Yep, only 13. I don't know why. I felt a lot longer. than. But yeah, go on, Eric. Sorry. I'm done. I got into it. I'm going to keep it very short and simple and to the point. Matt over here actually showed me we do um uh like a group movie night sometimes matt decided keith and i never saw the show so he threw it on and i'm studying history to maybe be a history teacher but i love the comedy and the double entendres and everything to me that's just a masterpiece of a show and i've done little to no research on the reboot or remake or whatever they're doing for it i don't even know if they've announced like a trailer or anything no they really haven't yet nothing that's out yet but what was interesting to me was aren't the people who made the show the people who made into the spider verse yeah so so we have to acknowledge that elephant in the room absolutely phil lord and chris miller they're this really famous Hollywood duo. They actually got their start with Clone High, and then they just rose to stardom after that. They did 21 Jump Street, 22 Jump Street. They did the Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs movies. They did Into the Spider-Verse. They did the Lego movie. Pretty much, if you like a movie, there's a good shot they did it. Oh, this whole time, they've always said in interviews in the last 15 years, like, we always try to reboot Clone High. There's actually a Clone High Easter egg in Into the Spider-Verse, uh, for those of you who didn't know that. They, they love it. They always want to return to it, and they finally got their wish. And yeah, so it's those two guys, and they're pretty much superstars. (laughs) So that just leaves Keith. How did you get into Clone High? The year was 2013. (laughs) I was just a a young high school lad, that high school gym, with a Mr. Matt over there. Um, Sorry, I can't tell you guys his last name. (laughs) And he was going on about Lyndon B. Johnson and of how apparently his catchphrase was, look at it. And yeah, it was a great time where we would talk about history and we'd laugh. And I said to him like, oh, wouldn't it be so funny if there was a show where you had like all of the history historical figures together like this and that and matt was like you know what's funny i just watched a show called clone high and he went on telling me about how amazing it was and i was hooked from that day i was like i have to go home and watch this and i never (laughs) did so fast forward seven years and i'm talking to matt about it it's funny every eight months i'd bring it up in some way and uh again seven years later all of a sudden i'm with nick and matt and we're like what do we watch next we just finished lord of the Rings. how about clone high and i was like hey um and that is the story of how i officially got into it (laughs) it just took seven years was it worth it absolutely i mean to be honest though jfk is really the only thing in that show that makes the show (laughs) Wow. Um, Butlertron means nothing to you? No, he's he's actually the second best, <laughs> followed by Robo Pooch third. <laughs> what about Gandhi? Where does he fit into the mix? He he's uh the lowest tier. Oh I was gonna say for those of you who didn't know, that's actually why the show got cancelled in the first place, or from how what I've been told and have I have seen yeah. it's due to a uh, Gandhi error. Yeah, people in India were not happy that Gandhi was portrayed like that, and a lot of the the more serious, uh, I guess, more astute uh, Hindus protested pretty heavily and mtv was just like this is this ain't worth it man which is a shame again really terrific show but you know what can you do it didn't have the ratings to get 
through that crisis, even though apparently Lord and Miller had floated some ideas, either having uh, Gandhi sacrifice himself and not show up in season two, or have it revealed that he was a clone of Gary Coleman the whole time. Uh, but MTV was not amused. <laughs> That's a true fact, by the way. They, they said that. But um, as funny as that would have been, it was not meant to be. MTV still pulled the plug. But it looks like Lord and Miller are having the last laugh because now it is back. Imagine if they kept that idea of Gandhi being Gary Coleman this whole time. Or like a clone yeah. of Gary Coleman, yeah. I should say. It was going to be like, oh, it turns out he's actually a clone of Gary Coleman. Yeah, the parallel universe where Clone High was getting rave reviews on MTV, that probably would have been happening. <laughs> Second season, but it's Abe, uh, Joan of Arc, and, and Gary Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> So, what is everybody's favorite character? Now that we're talking about all these characters, who's everybody's favorite? Keith already teased <laughs> a little bit. Well, for me, it's personally, it's high between Mr. B and mm. Gandhi. I know Gandhi and his controversy is what caused the show to be canceled, but you can't help but laugh with his, you know, party antics. He always tries to have a good time, but always inadvertently makes everything worse. I just can't help but laugh every time he's on screen. Yeah, no, I feel that. He, he brings the, the life to the party, you know? And he had a lot of great episodes, like that one time where he kept on drinking that, what was it, blue oh, syrup or the, something? The extreme blue. Extreme blue, extreme blue yeah. <laughs> this episode of East Crossing is brought to you by Extreme Blue. <laughs> and he turns into a blue blob or some mm. shit like that. Wasn't like, it like literally just blue diamonds? Yeah, it was like <laughs> concrete and <laughs> blue house paint or something like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then the, the film episode where him and George Washington Carter are going to star in a spy yes. movie. Casting, casting. I honestly think my favorite Gandhi episode is the one where he wants to quit school because he doesn't want to take his test, and then he hangs at Rucker and yes. he like, oh man, I don't know whether to get the bacon, the omelet, or the ham and cheese. Well, can you narrow out two choices? That would make, you know, then you'd only have to choose between two, and at that point, you should just go with your gut. That's probably my favorite Gandhi subplot of the whole show. Okay, so so Gandhi and Butlertron would be your choices. I think that's very, that's very fair. Very fair. But going to Mr. B, he's, despite being artificial intelligence, he has a lot of personality. He brings so much positivity, like he's the voice of reason, and I, I always find it humorous how he calls everybody Wesley. Even though they never specify why, you don't question it, you just embrace it. And despite all the abuse that Scudworth gave him, he came through to him by saving him from, what was his name? Oh. The Legion of Shadow people or something like that? Robo Pooch. Robo Pooch. He came through for him by saving <laughs> Robo Pooch. going to betray him. <laughs> Scudworth mm -hmm. is also a great one. He was freaking, like, psychotic, though. He was so unhinged. I think he's my third favorite. Yeah, I just loved how him and Butler try and played off of each other. <laughs> <laughs> he was just a freaking psychopath and then you have mr b with his little red sweater like giving the kids advice <laughs> you should tell ape how you feel it must be that magical red cardigan you're wearing <laughs> where are my bitches <laughs> that's one of the the best things about the show of how mature it really was with the atmosphere and just of all of the history like all the little easter eggs of with history just planted in for like all the the very smart people and the people that actually enjoy history and then on top of that just how funny it was with all of the like the mature references and just of how they they played it like it was truly ahead of its time i honestly think that's my biggest criticism with the show is that i just wish it did more with the history but at the same time it was an MTV comedy so like i get it that history historians aren't going to be the prime audience 
but I agree with Keith. When they snuck yeah. those guys in, when they snuck those jokes in, they were they were hilarious. Well, one of my favorite parts is in, I believe it's the first episode when Gandhi comes into the bathroom and gives JFK finger guns and he, he flinches. He goes to hide. Like, like, yeah, you can't. Like, that is such beautiful writing because for somebody that actually wouldn't understand, like, they just really wouldn't understand. But the yeah. history is there. And uh, ah, who, who was the name? Marie. Um, oh, Marie, Marie Curie. Curie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yes, because she's like a freaking mutant because her DNA was so <laughs> mutated. Yes, like irradiated. We've kind of talked about it between Eric and Keith. Most of my favorite characters already. I was gonna say Scudworth and Butler John, which I echo Eric's sentiments exactly about both of them. And uh, you know JFK, <laughs> JFK, and Ponce, of course. Long live Ponce. <laughs> Just JFK was so freaking funny. I love because it's interesting because you got like the main squad for most of the series. It's like, oh, Lincoln is dating Cleo, but Joan Cleo. likes Abe, and then Gandhi does something stupid, and JFK does something stupid. <laughs> like that's most of the episodes. But then when JFK like towards the end started getting involved, like when he, well, yeah, like when JFK takes Joan to the prom, like it, it's just hilarious when he's starts getting involved too oh, funny funny character not surprised that he became a meme i'm trying to think of any other characters uh honestly i like big genghis khan fan oh you're 21 yeah. i am 21 <laughs> are you 21 no <laughs> hey you used a very tricky line of questions <laughs> Oh, do you remember the beginning of that one episode where everybody was going on a riot and Genghis yeah, Khan just he just dumped all the water out of the pool and he set it on fire? <laughs> Isn't that when they win the, the game? game? Like, I can't hear you! Yeah! And they just literally launch into a riot. <laughs> oh, and then the best oh. is when the, the shadowy figures call Scudder with like, the clones are rioting, like, you're not taking good care of them. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, man, did you see that pool? They sip the bitch! <laughs> uh, that's another thing i just want to say is nick matt and i were laughing and how much we were laughing while watching this whole series straight through uh my parents and my siblings all thought we were high we were just dying laughing scudworth and the uh the uh skunk try and catch me <laughs> in his eye free bacon for scudworth I know it's the best, just how he was always like, for me. <laughs> oh, this isn't ketchup. Dagworth, don't go on the plane. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> that episode was so bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. The magic uh, Oh my gosh. These characters got drunk from drinking non-alcoholic beer, and they got high. You know, honestly, up until you said that, I never realized they kind of did that plot twice, where it's like, yeah, no, this is all in your head. (laughs) Definitely interesting episode. Underage drinking. What are you doing here, besides being illegal? Underage drinking? Shame on you. Shame on all of you. The drinking, hasn't it? This is not alcohol. This is alcohol, isn't it? And these pot stickers aren't made with real crab, are they? I stand corrected. They also did have a mm-hmm. lot of like, guest appearances. I guess they weren't 
as famous back then as they are now. Yeah, but they had, like, like Jack Black, Manson, and, uh, um, Mandy Moore, John Stamos. Yeah, yeah. Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> One of the best. My day's growing. He had a history with Stugworth, <laughs> no pun intended. Um, no, because you know what it is, too? It, uh, it was on MTV. So, like, a lot of the people they got, like, you know, Marilyn Manson, Jack Black, Mandy Moore, all those people, you know, they're singers. So, like, I guess they would the association would be there. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just have Stamos! <laughs> Nick, I'm sorry. We were laughing so much. Who are your favorite characters? JFK's top tier. His little jokes, <laughs> the memes of, uh, I like your funny words, <laughs> Magic Man. Nothing bad ever happens to the Japanese. <laughs> I hear the knock of a vulnerable teenage girl. You're wet. I didn't notice either. I did, but they didn't say anything. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to talk about my problem. Thank God. And I'm tired of playing second fiddle on that pooch. There's nothing opportunity in President Dog. I bet you let him open your yard too. He literally just carried the show with I, This is the first episode, I think, since we did the Spongebob one, where we can just sit here and quote it, and we all are, are finding it equally funny. Like, literally, I guess that just means that this show is pretty darn iconic. And Butlertron carried the show <laughs> in Comedy Gold. So did Scudworth, though. He really, like... Yeah, but him and Butlertron yeah, kind of ping-ponged true. off of each that's other. True. But Scudworth had uh, the skunk, but who else was it at the end? Stamos. Yeah, he was- Crying the whole time. Yes. With the I want you to have it, dude. He was literally the most unhinged character. He would just freaking try to kill people nonstop. And then you got like you know Abe and Joan of Arc and character like Gaunt. Yeah, you know like they're funny, but once they're compared to like the actual comedy relief, like the actual just hilarious characters, yeah, they're a little less funny. But but a lot of times like Abe and Joan would have a line where I would actually be like, oh okay, that's pretty funny. Hey, foster dads. <laughs> I'm thinking of switching the channel, but I'm scared. Yo, know, I'm very curious. All these foster parents, I'm wondering, like, what's going through their minds? The fact that they're fostering clones of historical figures. Right? They're just so completely casual about it. Well, that's what, in this reboot, I know this is kind of going into our next segment, but I wonder if they're going to keep that same plot line where it's kind of like, oh, they're just like, rent like foster parents for these clones or i wonder if they're gonna go to a more i guess normalized way that we'd think about doing it where it's like oh like they're actually in a government facility they have like this and that and it's not so wild it's like more organized and structured Mm -hmm. well let's start Um, getting into that then i mean i guess right like uh honestly it's hard to tell which direction they're gonna go with I wouldn't mind, like, if they reboot the series, but also, I would also love if they continue on yeah. from where they left off. They left it very open-ended, where they could pick up from anywhere, really, at the end. That is, though, I think the biggest question, if it's going to be just a straight reboot, or if it's going to be, like, oh, continuing on. Because, again, they left it, spoiler I would skip the next, like, 30 seconds, where they froze everybody, they could pick up anywhere they could be like oh you know 20 years Mm -hmm. went by and now we're gonna thaw them out they could be like oh you know it's been two days and they're getting thawed out like they have any ways they could pull them out and be like oh look we grew new clones can you imagine there's like another jfk another link the show started off in 1990s so what if they get thawed out 20 years Mm. later into the 2010s for the revival no i would love to see something like that absolutely it's it's tricky though because it's like again we literally know next to nothing like literally just one day they were out there and said hey guess what it's back clone high is back but 
now that the excitement's kind of wearing off, we have to ask these questions of, what do you mean it's back? Like, that show from before is back, or is it just being rebooted, like, remade? Are they going to unfreeze? Because if they unfreeze, there's so many questions, too. Like, where the heck are Scudworth and Butlertron? They didn't get frozen. What about all the foster parents, right? The Board of Shadowy Figures is all frozen, too. What the hell are they going to do when they get unfrozen? Like, there's so many questions there, which leads me to suspect maybe they're just going to start re- Yeah, Stamos is in there frozen, too. All that, as I say this, is making me feel like they're just going to take the easy route and just start over, which is kind of sad, but also kind of interesting. I don't know. On top of that, though, I think that they might start over because since the early 2000s, um, like the whole PC culture has taken over in a, a lot. Like, yeah. you can't say the same things you could back then. They've done things in that show, which to me makes it funnier and builds up and it really just shows like the changing of the time. But if they were to just pick it up where it ended, even if they do reboot it completely, I wonder how the comedy mm. and the humor is going to change. And I wonder if they would reboot it because of some of the things they had in the first mm. run through, because then we'd kind of be yeah. acknowledging things like that. But, but shows like family guy and South park kind of get away with that. Like they still kind of do stuff like that today. But on exactly. the other hand, I would, I would say is just to play devil's advocate with myself, I guess, is that Trey Parker, Matt stone, like Seth McFarlane, all those people, they've been working straight on in the satire department for their whole careers lord and miller have left like they they started out with satire you know raunchy edgy humor and then they moved on and they've been kind of doing cool stuff but the stuff that they've been doing has been mostly safe you know like nobody's gonna get offended by into the spider verse or or cloudy with a chance of meatballs or lego movie that's not offensive so i i wonder if after 20 years almost 20 years since doing Clone High, maybe they're going to, they've changed a little bit and maybe they're going to be like, oh, we can't do that. That's too raunchy, you know? As a big fan of the originals, and I want to hear what you all say, I hope that they keep kind of that raunchy ness to it. I mean, I'm okay with them like watering some of it down, but I hope that they do keep some of it. Like, I think Gandhi was, was maybe a little too overly like. <laughs> All about breasts and everything. I mean, you, you, that's the first yeah. like, twelve words he said in the first show, like in the first episode. To an extent, it might have been too much because I was going on about yeah. to my grandmother about this. Hello, grandma, and she was like, "Oh, I'm gonna watch that," and I stopped. And I was like, <laughs> "Actually, don't." Some of the humor might not be there, so I'm okay with it getting watered down a little. But I hope that they keep yeah. a lot of as long as it's the hard. original. So. If it was to be a hundred percent rebooted, would you want to be the same clones or would um, you want them to I would say clones? personally, same clones as the main cast, but add a bunch more to round out the rest of the student body, you know? What you do see in one episode, I believe it's the play yeah. episode in the background, <laughs> you do see a clone of Hitler. <laughs> yeah, but he was wearing a peace marking. I think because I remember you and I back in 2013, Matt, we talked about this, and I would love to see them do a thing with like hitler but instead he's with like two hippie parents that are like oh we love your artwork and like everybody like he still has his anger issues he still wants to be an artist but like everybody kind of walks on eggshells around him and like he's like i'm gonna run for the class president i'll make this great and everybody's like no 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 do your artwork like it looks beautiful and it's like a little bad stick figure and then like the one kid is like no that's awful and he's like i will destroy you nine 
<laughs> I think that would be so funny to do. It could get a little edgy, but... But that's playing into, like, the PC culture where it wouldn't fly. Yeah, things like that. Exactly. You know? yeah, I want to see uh, JFK get Robert Kennedy and Ted Kennedy as his brothers. <laughs> like, they could be like, this is my little freshman brother, Robbie. Ooh. Because, you know, he that was actually, like, his attorney general, his brother, real life. But I think what would also be funny is if we actually did get Lyndon, look at it, Johnson, as JFK's, like, best friend, like, no. latchy almost. <laughs> Look at it. For Got those it. of you who are not historically knowledgeable, uh, Lyndon Baines Johnson, our, I was going to be smart and say the number, but he was right after JFK. He was always very jealous of JFK's infamous charm. And so there's stories in the White House where he would just uh, kind of just whip it out to people. And like, for lack of a better word. Honestly, that sounds like a great idea for, yeah, so literally. for JFK having like a Like Nixon even or something. Just whips it out on stage. Although I get it, like Richard Nixon and other people, they weren't dead way, way back in the 1980s. So is does the bar change now? Is it now way, way back in the 2000s or whatever? Like, I don't know. It's going to be very interesting to see. Because that's my other question. Do you guys think it should be in 2020 if they reboot it totally? Or should it still be like 2003? I'd be fine with either option. I would hope for it towards the like 2020s, more of a modern time thing. And I think that if they did reboot, not even like reboot it, but if they did continue and it was 2020, I mean, of course, you'd have to yeah. do something with Scudworth. Like he would be older, but you, I mean, they could also do something like from Austin Powers where it's like, <laughs> oh, Scudworth decided to freeze himself also and tell everybody, which, yeah, you could do some type of comical thing there, have him be a little older, look a bit different going on you could also be like oh in the 20 year gap the technology has advanced which it sure has i mean we have iphones now you know we have tvs we have amazon alexa things that we could be like yo like order us like a pizza and it will cleopatra gets like an only fans or something <laughs> oh my god so i have an instagram no. page so I have a TikTok, a so I have streamer everything well, yeah, and then going on from there, you could be like, oh, in the 20 years you've been gone, we started gr- growing like new Oh, that, yeah. And look, like, and that would be cool. Yes, I, I, I'm i for people. that. Lord Miller, listen to Keith. That's a good idea. And then you have like the old clones who are still teenagers in yeah, high school right. in 2020 because they were frozen. And the new clones who weren't frozen, but they've aged to actually be their age now. Like they're also teenagers. And so you get this big, like now the school's bigger, there's yeah. more people, new rivalries, new... Maybe romances. All of a sudden, JFK goes to buy more alcohol. <laughs> and he's like, look at it, I'm 45. And somewhere along the line, Gandhi realizes that he was, in fact, a clone of Gary Coleman all along. <laughs> no. Now, here's a question I want to ask. In the reboot, would you want to see Abe get with Joan? Uh, like, would you want to see them become a couple at the end of the reboot? Like, which was something that they attempted at the end of the first series. Yeah, I mean, it's teased so long, I would say it would be kind of, like, I think we kind of understand that's the way it has to go. Maybe Cleopatra and and JFK get back together or something like that. Although that kind of seems a little boring, like a little straightforward, I I don't know. Very true. I'm a huge romance person, as you all know, and um, to our fans out there, I... Ever since I was like eight years old, I was like the type of kid that would watch like the notebook every weekend and this and that. And like, I've always been into romance a lot. I'll say I've seen it done a lot where they write in a new, um, yeah, yeah, like a new love interest. And they, they can, it, especially with just one season and how it is, they can totally 
write in a new love interest and switch the story. It's all based on how what they want to do and how they write it. Matt, you've <laughs> seen from uh, our D&D things, Sephira, and you had uh, Alea yeah. way back when, and then Linda, and yeah. now you're all about <laughs> Sephira. So. I just think it would be better. Well, not really better, but I just think it'd be nice if they actually stick with that ending. Like, you know, Joan and Abe are meant to be together. But I agree with you, Keith. Having another love interest would help change the tide a bit, mm. like make it more interesting. But the question is, I can't think of a female historical figure that can yeah. rival Cleopatra. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, that's Marilyn true. Monroe. Play up Marilyn Monroe. Because that ties in with the Kennedy's that's history. That's true. I'm sure they could pick yep. from a whole bunch of famous. Now, I'm just going to pause this here and just say, can we go back to the um, the prom episode where Marie Antoinette <laughs> <laughs> gets chopped yeah. up by the, her head cut off by the helicopter? <laughs> oh, my God. No, it gets even better because I, I think it's Winston Churchill. He's like, oh, go to prom with me. She gets decapitated. And then immediately after he moves on to Anne Boleyn. <laughs> Also, famously <laughs> decapitated. <laughs> so, yeah. Again, the history humor, when it's there, it is it packs a punch. You know, Catherine the Great, more like Catherine the Sozo. <laughs> Going back to the Snow Day episode. Yes, oh, sorry, the like... Snowflake Day episode. Yes. I love how Gandhi and Abe try to invent a new utensil <laughs> called the Nork. And Abe kept slicing yep. his mouth open. And then at the end, when, when Cleo gets him the Nork as a Christmas gift. <laughs> You got this out of the dumpster. Was that the same episode where Abe had like a little Abraham Lincoln statue? Was like, oh no, that was the away, one tiny. where um where Cleo and and Joan had to move in together, and they like everyone was fighting, and he walks in like everyone, I have a little Abe in my like pocket or something like that, and he has something to say. <laughs> now let's go to the back of the building and I'll show it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the pie. That was was actually RoboPooch. Here's a good question. What do you think the plot will be? I almost feel like there really wasn't much of a plot other than historical figures in high school. And it was like, okay, they get into like crazy antics. Like, do you think that there would be more of a plot? um, Or I don't know. I don't, it, it, it was very episodic. There was the intertwining thread of what's happening with yeah. Abe and Cleo and Joan. But other than that, it was a very standalone thing. Like one episode would be about the, the SATs or the PXATs or whatever they were called. And the next one would be, oh, uh, Cleo's going to hang out uh, at that re- the TV show. And then the other one would be like, oh, uh, now Cleo and Joan moved in. Like. Which I guess now that I mentioned it, all these kind of do have to go with the love triangle. That was the big plot point was the whole like love triangle. Like that's where I'm going to get back at it. Like, do you think that they're going to expand that? Like actually do something more where it's not just necessarily like the love triangle or like, I don't know what other plot points they really could add other than more yeah, like, like, oh, I, it's a high I, school I don't know, like, oh, thing, you know, JFK becomes the captain of the football team. Like, I don't really know what else it would be, but I will say that Lord Miller have had now like 15, no, like 18 years to cra- hone their storytelling craft. So maybe they'll, they'll be kind of itching to change things up a little bit, you know, I guess. As long as they stay true to the nature of the original clone, I yeah. will also incorporate new yeah. features or like new plot lines. I agree with that. Then I'll suffice I agree for with me. That. So final remarks, clone high, great show. Highly recommend. If you're listening to this right now and you haven't watched it, every single episode is available in high definition at the time of this recording on YouTube. It is four hours long. You can do it in a day if you want. You can do it in two days, but you have no excuse. Go check it out. It is terrific. One of the things I will say, I recommend this even if you have seen the show, watch (laughs) the JFK highlight reel 
that's about like 15 minutes. It's amazing. Watch that after you watch the show. If you watch that before, the whole show grew. And to be I showed my sister that, that reel, like half of it, before she started the show. And all of the comedy was actually like out of the show, which is why JFK is the, the most important character. Nick, you got any closing but, remarks? Yes. I seriously recommend the show. Even if you don't like history and you just like cartoons, it's still a great show. And it could inspire yeah. you to get into history. No, yeah. Even if no, you absolutely. It literally feels like, like a reality TV it. show almost. Like, if you like history or animation or reality TV or satire or all four or some mix of all four, I can't think of a better recommendation for you. Well said, Matt. Well said. Well, anyway, let me know what you guys think. Tell us in the Discord server. What do you think of Clone High? Who's your favorite character? What's your favorite episodes? <laughs> Hell, what's your favorite JFK quote? Yeah, uh, and follow us uh, at Geeks Crossing on Instagram. And make sure you keep listening to us wherever you're listening to us right now, whether that be on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google. You know, just keep us in your feed. And again, like Eric said, hop into our Discord if you're not already. How dare you, Matt, not do the closing <laughs> in your JFK voice. Oh, I better not catch you guys skimping out on us. Join the era discord and i'll tell you guys all about what i had for supper last night it was a party platter thank you wesley